News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app, this is On the Mark. I am Mark Hesman, brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. I just talked with General Manager Jason Buxman the other day. They're going to be there today on New Year's Eve, final day of year-end sales. Uh, they're going to get you 0% on some new Hyundais. A ton of new stuff on the lot. A bunch of fresh trades as well. So uh, they're having a record-setting week to end the year. So be a part of it. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. When you stop by the dealership today and you start off the new year in a new ride, tell them Mark sent you. Join the Cunis family like I did. Best One of the best decisions I made since moving to the Tri-States almost four years ago. Speaking of that, we're on episode 167 of On the Mark, if you can believe it or not. Uh, follow me, as always, on Twitter, on uh, Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. You can also follow the show if you're listening on the airwaves on Facebook. I like to update throughout the week, reach out to people. Just search On the Mark K-H-M-O, all one word on Facebook, On the Mark K-H-M-O on Facebook. As we broadcast live here in our K-H-M-O studios uh, in Quincy on this New Year's Eve, thank you so much for making me a part of your morning and a part of your year. It's been a great year of shows, uh, including a, a win for the Missouri Broadcaster Awards, uh, Best Sports Personality, uh, Small Market. So 2022 will be so memorable in so many ways uh, with you, the On The Mark family, and uh, here's to a big 2023. Let's get this show started, though. I can't waste any more time. Massive news in the NFL breaks the other day. Derek Carr... He's available. It's Hespin headline number one. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Derek Carr's future is now in question. Where will he be playing football in 2023? It doesn't look like it's going to be with the Vegas Raiders. Now, before I start jumping into why you would want Derek Carr, which team should go after Derek Carr, let's just take a look at this situation in a vacuum. For the Raiders, was this the right decision to make for the Raiders? Yes and no. And I think there are two camps. You can sit there as a Raiders fan and convince yourself, absolutely, this is the right decision. And if you're doing that this morning, you're saying things like, he was never going to beat Mahomes. Look at Herbert. Herbert's ascending. We, he can't beat Herbert. He's at best the third best quarterback in our division. You need to go out and get a superstar. Josh McDaniels needs his guy. We need to find Josh McDaniels' guy to compete with Mahomes and with Herbert. could also say, look, if you're saying yes, it's the right thing to do. Look at what Matthew Stafford and the Lions It was just time. It's time. Are, are the Lions better off without Matthew Stafford? I mean, I, I'd argue that if Matthew Stafford had... Uh, you know, continued with the Lions, these weapons, and this coaching staff, that the Lions would be probably right about where they are if he was healthy. And I, and I don't know if, if he would be healthy. Jared Goff has been, uh, this year, obviously much better than than Stafford. He's been injured. He last year had numbers that weren't as good as Stafford. And obviously, Stafford got the last laugh. He won a Super Bowl. But you could argue, look, it was just time. It was time for the Lions to move on from Stafford. It's time for our franchise to move on from Carr. He's been there nine years. He's the second most losing starter, uh, starting quarterback for a franchise in nine years in his history behind only Archie Manning with the Saints. So it was time. Now, the other side, you could be a fan and you could be saying, no, no, what are we doing? What are we doing? Derek Carr and Devontae Adams have a really good connection. Derek Carr, in his time there, let me read this stat for you from the great people at CBS Sports. Since Derek Carr was drafted by the Raiders in the second round in 2014, the Raiders' defense since 2014 through right now today 
have the fewest takeaways in the NFL with only 157. Think about that. Only 157 takeaways in nine years. <laughs> and they've allowed 26.1 points per game. They've allowed the most points per game, the Raiders' defense, in the last nine years. So since since he's become the starting quarterback, which included a playoff run, included that broken leg, included some, you know, a, another playoff run last year with all the turmoil, Derek Carr has had the worst defense in the NFL. Period. I mean, that's what the stats back up. He's given up the most points, fewest takeaways. What do you need to be a good defense to help your quarterback, help your team be successful? Don't give up points and create turnovers. They create the least amount of turnovers, and they give up the most points. So Derek Carr has had an uphill battle with the Oakland slash Vegas Raiders. And there's another thing. He was very professional and dealt with the move of the franchise very well. Listen, the, there's one thing that's at play here with the Raiders, and it's at play with the Raiders with their head coach. We talked about it already this season, and it's at play right now with their quarterback. The Las Vegas Raiders are poor. Now, they're not poor in terms of standards of the average American and struggling right now, but as far as NFL ownership goes and NFL money, the Raiders are very poor. The Raiders owe John Gruden a lot of money. They're still paying John Gruden a lot of money. The Raiders have one of the poorest owners in the NFL as far as bank, what he'd be able to, you know, in the checking account right now. you got to pay those guys. When you get guaranteed money, that is the owner and the organization paying that person straight up money. Right? So if Derek Carr were to get injured, the Raiders would owe him like $40 million guaranteed as part of his contract. If Derek Carr does not get injured and Derek Carr ends the season as a healthy passing the physicals, which as of right now he would, the Raiders can move on from his contract for only a $5 million cap hit. I mean, that's what the Raiders are doing. The Raiders... I can can justify it in saying, well, he's not Mahomes. He's not Josh Daniels' guy. This year, he had a lot of turnovers. It didn't go well. Fine. You want to justify it like that. The bottom line is you have a poor owner, and you're forced to make decisions when you're a a poor franchise. So what are the Raiders going to do? Well, the Raiders are absolutely going to look to get cheap at the quarterback position, whether that means Jimmy Garoppolo because Josh McDaniels, he's my guy. Whether that means a one-year deal with Tom Brady because it's affordable, $18 million probably guaranteed, it's a, an easier pill to swallow, and you can sell a bunch of jerseys, and that $18 million with Brady in Vegas would come back to you and then some very easily, right? So those are two immediate options. You also have the option of the Raiders could just be very much in the, hey, we're just going to take whatever quarterback – we feel is good and available in the first or second round, you're not paying those guys anything for five years. And that's the way the Raiders try to solve the financial problem that they're in. So that is absolutely in play for the Raiders. All three of those are in play for the future of the Raiders. I absolutely think so. The Raiders right now, uh, draft standings, I mean, I don't know exactly where they'd be. They're behind the Colts, they're behind the, you know, the Texans, they're behind the Bears, they're behind the, you know, the Falcons. I mean, they they be picking top 10 probably. I didn't ha- I don't have the draft standings in front of me. So you're in play for a a Stroud, probably not Bryce Young, but you're in play for maybe a Levis or a Stroud depending on uh, on how the draft falls. So it's it's very plausible they go that way. That is all in play for the Raiders. Now let's talk about Derek Carr and Derek Carr's future, right? So if you're Derek Carr and the Raiders tell you this, the first thing I'm saying to myself is, man, this sucks. And I would be right up there blasting that tweet out on CBS of like, since I've been here, the organization has not supported me, right? Try to make your case. 
But if you're Derek Carr, you're Derek Carr's agent, you start looking around, you start going, this could be a this could be a great, great thing for us. Look at the last number of quarterbacks who are either free agents or were traded in the NFL. Wills, Russell Wilson got a big payday. Deshaun Watson got a big payday. Matthew Stafford got a big payday. Tom Brady was a free agent but got a nice payday and things worked out really well for Tom Brady, right? So all of this is encompassing uh, in for Derek Carr. If you're Derek Carr, there are some teams that I would prefer to go to, right? But let's just start by saying what teams, if you're a team in the NFL, should you be considering taking a flyer on Derek Carr? Well, let's start with the entire AFC South minus the Jags. Absolutely. The Texans probably should do some research on Carr, but if you're the, if you're the Houston Texans, the smartest thing for you to do is to draft, you're going to be probably the number one overall pick or the number two overall pick, take your franchise quarterback. Go and just take your franchise quarterback. The only way you could say the Texans shouldn't take their franchise quarterback in the draft would be if somehow they lose out the number one overall pick, the Bears get it, and the Texans then could argue, well, we couldn't get our guy at number one. We really wanted Bryce Young or Will Levis, whoever they get at one. And so we'll go and get Derek Carr, the Carr brothers... And we will take best players available and we'll build our team that way. It's highly unlikely, but the Texans I could make a case for. The Titans absolutely should be in the Derek Carr market. And the Colts obviously are a no-brainer for being in the Derek Carr market. So you have the AFC South. Colts, Titans, and maybe the Texans all should be in play. The entire NFC South should be in play for Derek Carr. New Orleans, absolutely would be an upgrade over anything they can do, and they don't have a first-round pick. The uh, the Falcons absolutely should be in play in looking at Derek Carr. The Carolina Panthers absolutely should be in play in looking at Derek Carr. And the Tampa Bay Bucks, knowing that Brady will not be back with them, should absolutely be in play in looking at Derek Carr. If you're Derek Carr out of those four options, none of them are great. None of them are great. If I'm Derek Carr and I'm looking at the NFC South, I would lean towards the Falcons because they have some weapons, they have an offensive coach, and they have draft picks, right? With the Panthers, I don't know what they're going to do with their coach. They keep Steve Wilkes. He's not an offensive guy. The t- for, for the for the Buccaneers, I mean, they it looks like they could lose out in Mike Evans, but they have some pieces still, but they're old and kind of falling apart defensively, and you have a defensive head coach who I don't trust. And if you're the Saints, defensive coach, a bunch of weapons, but a defensive coach who I don't know if we trust him. So I would lean towards the Falcons and the Saints and then the other. But all of them are in play, absolutely in play for Derek Carr. Then you look at the New York teams that play in New Jersey, the Giants and the Jets. Both of them absolutely should be in play for Derek Carr. And if you're Derek Carr, Both of them seem like pretty darn good options. I like the coaching option in New York for the Giants. They don't have as many weapons, but they have draft picks that can go get weapons. It's New York. I love the coaching there. If I'm the Jets and I'm looking at Derek Carr, you absolutely are an almost playoff team this year with one of the best defenses in the league. Derek Carr wouldn't have to bet that defense. And a bunch of good young weapons. And if you're Derek Carr... The only thing that scares you about the Jets is that guy, Josh Allen, <laughs> and that guy, Bill Belichick. It's like, oh, do I got to go play against them? Speaking of the Patriots, I think the Patriots should be an option. And if you're Derek Carr, I would love that option to go play for Bill Belichick. All right? Uh, the, other, the, other, uh, the other team in the NFC East, the commanders should absolutely be kicking the tires on Derek Carr. And if you're Derek Carr, again, decent weapons. Maybe a fairly winnable division. Jalen Hurts and, and the Eagles look like a little bit of a juggernaut, but Dak doesn't scare you. You could easily become the second best quarterback in that division behind Hurts. And then, uh, and so though, and then finally, I'm going to throw a team out there just to put it out there. San Francisco, I think, should look at it. I think the Niners should consider it. Call me crazy, but if a healthy Derek Carr, Derek Carr is one thing; he's been healthy for the most part of his career. That. Uh, 
uh, broken leg, but otherwise he's not like a ticky-tack injury guy like the Niners have to deal with. You know, you don't know what Jimmy, you don't know what uh, Trey Lance's future is. You Would you kick the tires on bringing in Derek Carr? I think it's a, absolutely in play for a win-now roster. Uh, so there you go. If I'm Derek Carr, where do I want to be? I think I think I would say the Giants, the Jets. I mean, taking the Niners out of it, but the Giants, Jets, Patriots, Falcons, Saints, Titans. I Titans, Fal- Giants, Titans, Jets would probably be my big three. Those would be my big three. Patriots, yeah, Belichick's attractive, but I don't know about that division, and they don't have weapons or an offensive coach. Saints are very attractive weapons-wise, but I don't trust their coach. Um, Falcons don't have a ton of weapons. I like the coach, and I think they have this. They have the the room to get weapons. They've been an offensive-leaning franchise, so there's a ton. I mean, there is a. I mean, think about all the teams I just listed there. A ton of guys, ton of opportunities, and we'll see. You know, there are three quarterbacks who look like they'll be taken in the first round of the draft this year. Uh, with Derek Carr, you have four viable options right now on the market. Jimmy Garoppolo would be that fifth. Uh, Tom Brady is an option, but again, he's a one-year, maybe two-year Band-Aid, and you have to be a really win-now, and you have to be willing to make some big sacrifices to bring in Brady. Uh, so huge, huge news as we're winding down the NFL season. Derek Carr on the market. All right, when we come back, let's jump into actual games this week. Uh, I'll give you my upset, my lock, my toss-up. I was 0-2 last week. I got to find a way to get back to 500, so I give myself a chance in Week 18 to go above 500 gambling on the season. I feel pretty good, pretty good about my picks this week. It's on the mark. News Talk 1070 KHMO the KHMO app. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country as a Navy SEAL. While parachuting with my platoon, my parachute didn't open. I broke my neck. It left me paralyzed. Paralyzed Veterans of America was by my side from that moment on. Since 1946, Paralyzed Veterans of America has kept a promise to our wounded veterans. We will never leave a fallen comrade behind. Thanks to PVA, paralyzed veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments. The benefits they've earned, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Our veterans fought for us. Let's fight for them. To learn more, go to pva.org today. Hi, I'm EB, and welcome to Heartbeat. Matthew 25, 41 occurs when Jesus comes in his glory and sits on his throne as nation after nation gathers before him. And he begins to separate the sheep from the goats. It's when God, the King of Kings, tell those who have repented of their sins to join him in heaven and those who have rejected him that he never knew them as he cast them into hell. And verse 41 says, Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. Friends, hell was never meant for you and me. It was only designed for Satan and his demons. Paul said to the Romans, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Will you be counted among the goats or sheep? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai. Your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. It's all about faith family, and giving back. That is Cunis Honda Hyundai, and they are there today making final deals. Stop by the dealership, 221 North 36th Street. Tell them Mark sent you. They got a bunch of new inventory on the ground. They're looking to get you in uh, and make a deal before the end of the year. The guys will be at the dealership today. 
till uh, about six o'clock, five six o'clock. So stop on by uh, here in Quincy, and uh, they got a bunch of great new trade-ins as well because they've been selling a bunch of new cars to get all those fresh trades. Check them on out. Follow them on social media. I almost the other day they posted something. I'm very happy with my truck, but the other day they posted something. I was like, oh man, that that's a steal. I'm not in the market for a vehicle, but that is steal. All right. Um, Let's get into it. Hespin headline number two. We got to pick some NFL games. Hespin's headlines on the mark. Let me start with first uh, the Cowboys shaky win over the Titans 27-13 on Thursday night. Dak Prescott and the Cowboys offense uh, does not look the same without Tony Pollard. Um, They get to 12 wins. The, The Cowboys do a great job of, hey, keeping themselves afloat. For the uh, a possible slip up from the Eagles to to you know slide in there to the win the division what number one overall seed, um, I am concerned about Dak. I mean, I've always been concerned about Dak. You know my feelings on Dak. I think he is he is the epitome of the middle of of the road NFL quarterback. He is the epitome of you surround him with enough talent, and yeah, he can win you a bunch of games. The problem is he's become really, really turnover prone. He is now tied for the league lead in interceptions, and he missed five games this year. That's not good. That's like that is the opposite. When you have a Kirk Cousins, a Derek Carr, a Dak Prescott, a Mac Jones, those type of quarterbacks, guys that you look at and you say, they're not Patrick Mahomes, they're not Josh Allen. But they can win me a bunch of games. The key point to that statement is as long as they don't turn the ball over. And Dak has been throwing it up. Now I know one of them was a, a total whiff by the wide receiver and not his fault. But it's it still, that's a concern. The ball being turned over for the Cowboys and Dak is a concern. Uh, so, but congrats to them. They get the win. And uh, the Titans, not out of it yet, not dead yet, need some things to break their way. And uh, be all in on that week 18 game. All right. Um, Let's jump into it. Cardinals at Falcons. Don't want to spend a bunch of time on this. I'll take the Falcons. They're the better team. They're at home. And uh, we get to watch a little more Desmond Ritter. And uh, I don't want to watch Trace McSorley. And I don't think we have to. I I think he got benched after four interceptions uh, last week. Falcons and Cardinals are two organizations that um, they could be in very, very different spaces next year. Cardinals, obviously, no Kyler Murray probably at all next year. Who knows? I mean, he I think he's just now having the surgery because the swelling's going down. Say an eight-month recovery. But for a guy like him, the way he plays, I would not rush him back at all next year unless your team is, again, competitive and you think you can make a push. But the Falcons are a team that I think could ripely be atop the division next year. they got a bunch of draft capital. They have some money to spend. If they can find the right quarterback – um, the, the look out for the Falcons next year. I think the Falcons will win at home. Bears at the Lions. Uh, listen, the Lions are playing for something, and the Bears are playing for something too. Bears are playing for that number one overall pick. It is within their grasp, and uh, I think uh, again, this is going to be a, a really. The Bears will do a really good job of Justin Fields. He's amazing, and we lose. I think the Lions will take care of the Bears at Ford Field. Will the Lions cover the six? I don't think so, but the Bears are not my upset of the week. But I, I like the Lions at home. They're playing for a ton. Amon Ross, St. Brown, Jared Goff said it. Jared Goff's thrown for 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns. He's had a great year. If you're watching the Lions games and you're thinking Jared Goff's the problem, no. Jared Goff's becoming the top tier. He's becoming like the leader of the Derek Carr, Dak Prescott, Kirk Cousins tier. Honestly, I, 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 my, I've always been kind of high on golf. I was never down, down on him, um, but he has really um, blown me away this year. And the Lions next year with golf, if they can add some more pieces and work on that defense, imagine if that defense just got a couple stops last week, could stop the run. Uh, they need to build up their defense, but the Lions uh, and Jared Goff going to next year uh, and possibly a still playoff run uh, at, at their fingertips. Lions will get the win over the Bears in Detroit. Broncos at the Chiefs. On paper, you think this is an easy one. Kansas City will blow out Denver. Not so fast. Kansas City will win this game. They're playing for the number one overall seed. 
they cannot slip up and they and they can uh, uh, and be hope for the Bengals to win a game, not slip up and they're good to go, right? Problem is this Broncos team finally got what I think we all think they needed, which was they fired Nathaniel Hackett. And there is there is such a thing in the NFL as the interim coast coach boost. You see it. You see it immediately. Guys play harder, fired up, you know, all week long. No one's job is safe. Put out good film. Everyone, this is a teardown job. So I think the Broncos will come out with a lot of passion fired up. But Patrick Mahomes is never doesn't lose the Broncos. He certainly doesn't lose the Broncos at home. I'll take the I'll take the Chiefs to win. I think the Broncos could cover the twelve and a half. I'm not willing to put it on my upset of the week, but I'm just giving you my thoughts on where they're at. Also, Mahomes is now really playing for the MVP. Thirty-seven touchdowns, passes, forty-seven uh, hundred yards. If in the next two weeks he can get to five thousand yards passing and forty-two, forty-three touchdown passes, uh, I mean those are again historic, historic numbers. Uh, even on a in an eighteen game season, uh, Mahomes is. Uh, I think he's. Uh, he knows what's at stake in that way. Let's just put it that way. Dolphins at the Patriots. Dolphins are getting two and a half points. I so wanted this to be my upset of the week. I in fact, I wrote it down. I'm showing the Facebook Live. I wrote it down. And I scratched it off. I feel strong about the Dolphins in this game. I know, Mark. You felt strong about the Dolphins last week, and they pooped. They pooped everywhere, and Aaron Rodgers upset them, and they ruined your week. That is true. That did happen. But it's a new week. <laughs> um, I, I, I think the Dolphins' defense can attack the Patriots' offensive line, and they can put pressure on Mac Jones. The, the Patriots' offense gives me very little faith that they can score, and I know that the Dolphins are are going to be playing for something. And Teddy Bridgewater's playing this game. And in a lot of ways, I think Teddy Bridgewater playing this game is a benefit to Miami. It takes a little pressure. You know, two, uh, three, four-game slide. I, I'm betting the Dolphins to win this game. I'm just letting you know. But, I, but, I, but for your sake and for my gambling picks, I feel stronger about something else. But I am betting the Dolphins to win this game. I'm just letting you know. Uh, Dolphins at Patriots. Weather won't be a factor. 52 degrees. It's going to be nice weather this weekend across the NFL. Uh, Colts, Giants. Um, I like the Giants. I, listen, I just don't trust the Colts at all. What are they doing? Nick Foles. I mean, it's just a disaster. And the, and the Giants are playing for something. I like the Giants. I think Saquon is having a career year. 1,200 yards, 10 touchdowns. I like the Giants. I like the Giants to cover, too. Five and a half. I think the Giants will win easily. Saints at Eagles. I like the Eagles to win this game with Gardner Minshew. They played really well last week on the road. I think I think the Eagles fans know they just got to win one of these last three games without Jalen Hurts. They couldn't do it against the Cowboys. They came really close. They're at home. It's a Saints team that has been, you know, wobbling up and down, winning random games. You know, good win for them last week, but I... You just don't trust them. It's Andy Dalton. I think the Eagles' defense shows up. They have a huge game. I think the the Eagles' run game against the Saints can go off at home. I like the Eagles to take care of business, get a win, lock up the one seed. <sighs> Sigh of relief for Eagles and Eagles fans. And then you could argue rest Jalen Hurts week 18 by week, and Jalen Hurts and this Eagles team, they'll be rust, but they will be healthy going into week two of the NFL playoffs. Get the W today. Take the pressure off tomorrow, excuse me, against the Saints. Panthers-Bucks. This is my second toss-up of the day. It's not my official toss-up, but it's my second. I My gut says do not bet against Tom Brady. But every time I say that, Tom Brady loses or almost loses. They, they barely escaped a bad Cardinals team with a win. The Bucks scare me. They worry me. They worry me. They worry me because they. Just can't, I don't trust them. I don't trust them at all. I'm taking the Bucks because it's Brady and it's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Leonard Fournette 
and uh, and they're at home against Sam Darnold and the Panthers. It, it just I know, but the Panthers are here. The Panthers, if the Panthers, can, I think they control their destiny. Like they can win out, they win the division. I'm taking the Bucks. I'm not taking the four points. I think this will be another field goal tight game. But I think there's Brady magic late in the fourth like there was against the Cardinals. And Brady finds a way, refuses, fights over bad coaching and uh, aging and bad offensive line play. And I think the Bucks will win this division. And I and I think the Bucks will host a playoff game. And um, I think that will be a fascinating playoff game to watch. That's how I feel right now. Uh, with two weeks left in the season, uh, I, I, if the Panthers win this game, I will not be shocked at all. I won't be shocked because the Bucks are that unpredictable and have been that bad this year. Uh, Browns Commanders, the Browns are poop, and uh, I'm telling you, Deshaun Watson. Everyone, the Bronco, the Broncos being this bad have been such a blessing for the Browns because Watson has not been good at all since he's come back. With Stefanski, they have lost games they should have won. They have fallen out of the playoff race, and uh, it is—it's bad. It's bad for the Browns and Browns fans. I'll say this: I think that the Commanders starting Carson Wentz is actually a good thing. I really do. I think Carson Wentz at home with those weapons, getting a kind of final chance with the defense finally starting to play well. The defense was the problem early in the year. I mean, Carson Wentz wasn't great, but I, I think it gives them a real chance. I like I like the commanders in this game. They're playing for something. The Browns are uh, are just trying to figure life out with Deshaun Watson, and it hasn't been good so far. I like the commanders at home to take care of the Browns. Jaguars, Texans, give me the Jags to beat down on the Texans. Listen, the Texans, I think in the inside the organization, they know the number one overall pick is really, really important. That tie is what's killing him now with the Bears, because the tie is it's if they end up with the three three wins and the Bears have three wins, the Bears will get ahead of them because they have the worst record because of losses win percentage. So that tie is really killing the Texans right now, because um, the Bears beat the Texans head to head. So that's I I. I the Jaguars are really playing for something, and the Jaguars know what's at stake, and I think Trevor Lawrence has been on fire. I saw a stat that over the last seven games, Trevor Lawrence has better stats than Mahomes, Herbert, and Burrow. I mean, and uh, Allen. And I believe it. He's been great the last seven games. I think the Jags continue to play well. They continue to play well as they win their division and go into the playoffs to host a playoff game. I'll take the Jags. Uh, and I think they'll cover the three points. I think it's an easy win for them. Niners, Raiders, here is my lock of the week. I think the Niners beat down the Raiders, and I think they win by 10 or more points. I know it's nine and a half, and you're saying to yourself, Mark, you're crazy. All you're trying to do is get back to 500. Why are you taking a big number like that? I think this is going to be a bloodbath, a bloodbath. The Raiders have, have completely given up and waved the white flag. Jared Stidham against the best defense in football. I, I just think that the, the the Niners are playing for something. The Niners are trying to get that 12th win. They want to be that number two overall seed. They, they know what's at stake for them. I think, the, I think the Niners absolutely go in there and bloodbath the the Raiders' offense. The Raiders' defense is not good. The, the, the Niners will be able to put up points. I think it's a 17-7 you know, type of win, 20-10 type of win. And uh, it, it doesn't even look that close ever. And they'll cover the nine and a half points. I love it. On the road, nine and a half. Come on, Niners. Give me a win. That's my lock of the week. Uh, Jets, Seahawks. This will be an interesting game. Both teams playing for something. Mike White should be back. That's what I'm hearing. Geno Smith has been terrible in the last couple weeks. I think the Seahawks at home, though, uh, Geno Smith. I like the Seahawks. I don't know why. If the Jets win, I'll be more happy because I think it, it bodes better for the, the Lions. But I like the Seahawks. I, I don't, again, I don't know why. But that's just what my gut's saying. Uh, Jets are favored. Maybe that's why I like the Seahawks because the Jets are favored. That just doesn't make sense. The Jets going as far away from home as they possibly could be. 
are favored with Mike White? Ugh. I'll take the Seahawks if you're making me pick it. Uh, Vikings at the Packers. Do you smell an upset? I do. My upset of the week. The Vikings getting three points in Green Bay. I for I, I can see the Packers winning this game. But if the Packers win this game, it will be within a point or two. Or three, and I get the push. The the Packers are playing decent football against bad teams and teams that are struggling. The Vikings are the cardiac kids of the NFL. And the Vikings know what they're playing for, too. Trust me, the Vikings getting to 13-3 and three and trying to keep the pressure on the Eagles and keeping the pressure on the Niners, and they, worst-case scenario, the Vikings, they, they see the picture ahead. So what? The Eagles get the one seed, they get the bye. They're going to be so rusty. If they get upset in round two, the Vikings can then be hosting the NFC Championship game. That is huge for them. Huge for them. Vikings need this win. Packers obviously need to win to stay alive as well. I think the Vikings go on the road in Lambeau and they they put to bed, they put to death the Packers' plans and hopes for a playoff. Now, I still don't think the Vikings are going to win the Super Bowl or play in the Super Bowl. I firmly believe that. But I think they can win this game in Lambeau Field as underdogs, even though they're a 12-win team. I love, love, love the Vikings. There it is, my upset of the week. Vikings plus three. Lock of the week, Niners, nine and a half. I know, call me crazy. It's the end of the season. I got to get back to 500, and those are the horses I'm riding. Uh, The Rams at the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. I think they'll cover as well. The Baker Mayfield thing has been fun for the Rams, uh, but the Chargers, this will be like a a 50-50 crowd. Um Chargers, they want that five seed because then you get to go to Jacksonville. I mean, that's huge. That's huge. Put the pressure on the on the on the Ravens. Try to get that five seed and go to Jacksonville to play that playoff game. Uh, the Chargers are playing for something big. Steelers at the Ravens Sunday night football. Bum, bum, I like the Steelers in this game. Mike Tomlin has never had a season below 500. Kenny Pickett and the Steelers get the dub in Baltimore. Baltimore is a playoff team. Tyler Huntley is playing this game. I think T.J. Watt, in honor of his brother's retirement, has a mega game. I like Kenny Pickett. I like the Steelers. Get to 500 and give themselves a chance going into Week 18 to stay above 500 for Mike Tomlin and even keep their playoff hopes alive. I like the Stillers. Monday Night Football, uh, Bills-Bengals, final game. This will be the only, if you can only watch one football game this weekend, make it this game. And I mean, even if your team is, is a good team, make it this game. Bills Bengals at Bengals. Uh, this is my toss up. Obviously, what the heck's going to happen this game? I can't wait to watch. We are so lucky right now as football fans, and the the future, the way it's projecting, is just glorious. Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, and now Lawrence could be winning his division, and he's playing great. Herbert is making the playoffs. Those five guys. I mean, this is just an, it's an embarrassment of riches with those five teams and those five quarterbacks. And I, and I, I cannot wait to watch this game. If you're making me pick, I like the Bengals. I think the Bengals are a better, more complete team. Joe Burrow's a gamer. It's in Cincinnati. Joe Burrow is quickly ruining the Mahomes Allen. That's it. He is, he is the third. And I, I don't know what you do. I mean, this it's or it is a lot like Brady, Manning, Big Ben, Philip Rivers. I mean, it, it is those four. Um, and if and think about if if Burrow, 
Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, I mean, Mahomes has already got one. And Mahomes knows for his legacy, getting two is is the difference. You know, two versus one, especially if you earn two while you're still in the prime of your career, that's what elevates you over Aaron Rodgers, right? That's what elevates you over Drew Brees, right? That's what puts you in the, you're not Brady, but it's what puts you in the Manning-Montana discussion, right? And for Allen and Burrow, one versus none puts you in the Rodgers talk, the Steve Young talk. I mean, the all-time top 10 Favre talk. So the legacy stuff is huge. It's huge. It's massive. I can't wait to watch it. I like the Bengals. I think they have a more complete team than the Bills. So give me the Bengals. You're listening on the Mark News Talk 1070 KHMO on the KHMO app. When we come back, I'll quickly make my picks for the college football playoff. Huge weekend of college football. And uh, we will jump into that next. At St. Jude, researchers are working around the clock to find new ways to combat the deadliest childhood cancers. This is a St. Jude moment. My name is Joel, and I was diagnosed with osteosarcoma, which is bone cancer, and I came to St. Jude as a 7-year-old because doctors had discovered a tumor in my right shoulder. St. Jude was amazing early on. You know, Even as a 7-year-old, they found a way to explain it to me, to have other people talk to me. That By the time I walked out of here seven months after the amputation, I was fully adjusted using my left arm you know, so I could jump right back into school and have no qualms or no worries about that at all. So I'm lucky enough to be married to Lindsay, uh, who is also another former St. Jude patient who I actually met at a St. Jude event. She was in the middle of her treatment. Um, I had finished mine just a couple of years before and just told her I loved her. Luckily, she reciprocated, told me the same thing back, and we were fortunate enough to get married on the St. Jude campus. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. As an educator, Mr. Nelson's teachings are still being quoted in schools. Education is the most powerful weapon you can use to change the world. Mr. Nelson taught hope. Everyone can rise above their circumstances if they are dedicated and passionate. And giving our best efforts. It's always impossible until it's done. Mr. Nelson Mandela's teachings not only united a nation, they inspire us today. Inspiration. Pass it on from PassItOn.com. Weather brought to you forecast from the News Talk 1070 KHMO Weather Center. Cloudy today with daytime highs approaching 48. Southeasterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Partly cloudy tonight, lows around 41. Sunshine mixed with clouds at times again tomorrow. Highs around 53. Right now, 34. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. Brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-states. Uh, you got to ask them when you stop into the dealership today and you try to take advantage of the 0%, everything that they have offer here at the end of the year, big sale. You also got to ask them about the no fear lifetime powertrain warranty on new and used vehicles. Tell them Mark sent you 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. I will say, as we are, uh, as we're starting to wind down the show here the last couple minutes, college football playoff, we have number three TCU 12 and one versus number two Michigan. 13 and 0 and then number 4 Ohio State 11 and 1 versus number 13 uh, number 1 13 and 0 Georgia. Uh the lines on these games are interesting. Michigan is favored by 7 and a half, Georgia is only favored by 6. The only thing that concerns me for Michigan is Michigan is without their best player in Corum the running back, but Edwards has stepped up really well. He's he's a, he's a great number 2 back and he's a different runner. Uh, you know, he's a pass catcher, a route running type of running back. I worry about Michigan's ability to throw the ball big play, big play throws. So if for some reason TCU jumps out to a 14 nothing lead and we're early in the second quarter, that would concern me about Michigan. If Michigan's just able to kind of drive for drive, blow for blow, Michigan will win this game. Eventually, the weight of that offensive line, the weight of that defensive line will wear down on TCU. And Michigan will be able to pop big runs, and they'll be able to pull away in the end and win the game. But if for some reason it turns into a shootout, then TCU can win in a shootout. They can win. I'll take Michigan... I think Michigan will win the game and play in the national title. Now, 
Who will they play? My head says Georgia. My heart wants Ohio State. It does. I'm a Midwestern guy. And you know how many times we had to watch Alabama, LSU, Clemson, Alabama, South, 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 LSU, Clemson, all about the South in the college football playoff, in the championship. My heart wants Big Ten, I'm a Big Ten guy, Midwest to have their moment in the sun, Ohio State uh, versus Michigan in the national title. If Ohio State beats Georgia, no one's going to question that they deserve to be there because Georgia is the number one overall team in the country, and Georgia is the best team in the country. So if you can upset them, you deserve to be in the championship game, even if it's a rematch against a team that you lost to at home. In order for Georgia to lose the game, again, I think it has to be a it has it's a similar game. Georgia and Michigan are built very similar. They're going to wear you down with these NFL offensive linemen and NFL defensive linemen. That's what Michigan and Georgia have. Ohio State, similar to TCU, has NFL wide receivers and NFL skill positions. So if they can make big plays, break a zone coverage, hit Harrison Jr. for a long couple touchdowns, I think that Ohio State can win. I'm going to bet Ohio State just because, but my analyst brain says you're going to get Georgia-Michigan. But I am going to bet. I'm going to bet Ohio State. When we come back, we're going to wrap up with a couple quick hitter stories, including uh, happy birthday, LeBron James. It's on the market. News Talk 1070 KHMO. JC Collision Repair. I'm EB, and welcome to Heartbeat. Hikers spend a lot of time and money only putting low-weight items in their packs. On their journey, they'll be carrying the weight of every item in their bag so they can only be essential. We should take a similar approach when considering the weight of our emotional baggage. What are we still holding on to that's weighing us down unnecessarily? And what memories and lessons are helpful and worth the extra heft? First Peter says to cast our anxieties onto him because he cares for us. Maybe there's something in your past that's been weighing you down and it's time to let it go. Lighten your emotional baggage and ask God to carry it for you instead. The journey will be better for it. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. 1070 KHMO and CBS News bring you the latest headlines and 24-7 reporting. You'll never miss an update with newscasts from CBS News Radio at the top and bottom of every hour. Recap the news of the week with the CBS News Weekend Roundup, Saturdays from 8 to 9 a.m. On Sundays, tune into the award-winning CBS Sunday Morning from 10 to 11 a.m. and face the nation from noon to 1. That's right here on 1070 KHMO, the news talk and sports leader. 1070 KHMO. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app brought to you by Cunis Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the Tri-State area, 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. And I am excited to announce that, yes, Cunis Honda Hyundai will continue on in 2023 as the uh, uh, leading sponsor of On the Mark. I wouldn't be here without those guys. They're terrific. And I'm telling you, I wouldn't put my whole show behind it. I wouldn't be in the Cunis family. I would not be talking so much about them if I didn't truly believe in what they do over there. If you're looking to get into a new car by the end of the year or to start the new year with a lesser payment, uh, 0% financing, they can help you. Go by the dealership, 221 North 36th Street. And their used inventory is massive because the network of dealers. So tell them Mark sent you, 221 North 36th Street. They'll be there today. All right. Happy birthday, LeBron James turned 38 last night. He put up 47. He's going to pass Kareem. Uh, He's going to be the all-time leading scorer. LeBron, at this point, the way he's playing, the way he looks, and the way the NBA is just kind of, it's become so non-contact. If he does not have, and I'm going to knock on wood as I say this, an ACL, uh, a a, uh, Achilles or anything like that, I, I'm not sure when LeBron retires. It's a little bit like Brady. It's it's incredible. I hope the Lakers can figure something out, and they can. What the Lakers need to realize, and I think LeBron needs to realize this as well. The remainder of his career should just be the one old guy with a bunch of young dudes who love to play defense, fly up and down the court, and shoot threes. 
And that team could legitimately compete for a title because he's still that good right now. 47 points on his 38th birthday. Lakers are six games under 500. Um, Broncos coaching search, firing Nathaniel Hackett. It was the right thing to do because you have to figure out next year. This year was about like, oh, excitement. Maybe this is going to be amazing. And it was such a disaster that by midway through the year, we all realized you have to figure out what's the problem. It's a little bit with the Bears, like Matt Nagy and Mitch Trubisky. They moved off Trubisky. They kept Nagy. Then they realized on Nagy, they were both the problem. And maybe that's what's going to happen in Denver. But you have to go through this process. You've now eliminated the coach, and you say, all right, Russ, we're going to trust you're not the problem, that it was Hackett was the problem. You get one more guy. You get one more coach. And if you can't turn around, then it's going to be, okay, you are the problem as well. So that's what Denver needs to do. They need to go with a veteran strong presence. Frank Reich... Uh, I heard someone, I think it was maybe Joy Taylor, who was filling in for Colin Coward. She brought up, um, oh, his name's now escaped me. Former coach of the Lions, Caldwell. Like, yes, exactly right. Offensive guy who's respected in the league, a veteran presence, someone who can come in there who knows how to be a head coach in the league, knows how to create a culture. Um, They need to offer Sean Payton everything. Everything. And don't say yes, Sean Payton. Finally, there's a lot of great games over the weekend. Today, right now, in in a couple in an hour, we get Alabama Kansas State. Look out for Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Vaughn's the name, the running back for Kansas State. He's gonna be an NFL player and he's gonna be all of a sudden some year in the NFL you're like, Well, how does Andy Reid and the Chiefs have this kid, Deuce Vaughn? Um uh, yeah, Iowa, Kentucky today as well. Um Rose Bowl, Utah versus Penn State. Come on, Big Ten, Big Ten, go Penn State. And then Heisman Trophy winner Caleb Williams for USC is playing against Tulane. Look for him to have a big, big year to kick off his campaign to be the number one overall pick next year. See you next week on the mark into 2023 on KHMO. Thank you so much for being a part of 2022. The Town & Country in